You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you as we continue to recap week four of the National Football League. And we got to get to the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Barely escaping with a win against the Commanders in overtime, 34 to 31. We got to start with something, though, that, of course, this is going to grind my gears as uh, the nerd in this group. Why didn't Ron Rivera go for two at the end of regulation to win the game? I remember as a little as as a little data scientist, you know, with a lab coat that was like way too big on me. I remember when I was a kid, I was always told that at the end of regulation, if you are the road team, you go for two and the win. But if you're the home mm-hmm. team, you go for one and the tie. I've heard that my whole life, but apparently that doesn't apply now, uh, despite Riverboat Ron getting his nickname and the fact that more teams are going for two now than ever before because we know we're supposed to do such things. Doesn't seem to matter. Doesn't matter that Sam Howell had the drive of his life and maybe you can continue <laughs> that with one more play. None of those things matter. Aaron, I want to start with you real fast because you're out in Washington. Like, am I the only one who feels this way or is everyone out there just up in arms over this decision? I mean, it's just, it. I feel like it's so volatile with Ron Rivera. One week, people love him. One game, they like him. The next, they don't. And, it, and it, sometimes I think people are trying to make excuses for him. I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. he seems like a good guy, and I'm sure he is, you know. But it's like, <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't take more of the blame. And it's always like, oh, well, this or that. And it's just like, come on already. But... I think quarterback Sam Howell had his best Uh game. I mean, he really bounced back after that four interception performance a week prior. I thought that was impressive. And on the flip side, I mean, the Eagles just couldn't get any separation from the commanders. They let them stick around. This Eagles team looks vulnerable. They don't seem like the same team they were last year. I mean, they're getting by, and maybe it's because they lost a lot of their coordinators. I think the the you know the staff they have now is a downgrade from last year, but man, I mean, they just let the commander stick around. It, so many teams have looked vulnerable, except maybe one so far this season, Joe. <laughs> Rivera's decision is a lead from this game. How do you not go for it? on the road you're facing the better team you have a chance to steal steal one and whether or not you believe in momentum whatever they were moving the ball on the eagles defense at that point so why not just all we need is two more two more yards let's get out of there yeah it was a howl bounce back but he also couldn't possibly play worse but he had no picks after four interceptions just a week ago 
We are now up yeah. to 24 sacks in four games. We are out now up to 24 sacks in four games. Uh, lucky for how the Bears can't get any pressure on the quarterback, so maybe he won't get sacked. Maybe uh, that pace will change a little bit. As far as the Philly side, I'm always curious what's happening in their backfield. And it lo- based on yesterday, looks like Swift's their guy. Now, he didn't get the number of carries that he did in some previous weeks, but he got 78% of the running back rushes. That's 78%. Now, Hertz ended up running a lot. You're going to have some of that scrambling design runs and all that. But uh, Gainwell only had four rushes. So that's uh, something I'll be keeping an eye on. Something else to keep an eye on, A.J. Brown, ever since he went vocal Mm -hmm. about his complaints, he's gone off (laughs) 175 yards and two touchdowns yesterday. Huge week last week. And kind of under the radar, like I I was shocked. Their linebacker, Nicholas Morrow, three sacks, three QB hits, 11 tackles. There are a bunch Whoa. of, uh, yeah, there are a bunch of uh, defenders yesterday that had three plus sacks and Morrow was one of them. Just remarkable. It is kind of weird when we talk about this Eagles offense, Joe, that it was kind of a tough day for the rushing attack. You figured the passing game might be taken away every now and again, but it was the rushing attack that maybe left a little to be desired. DeAndre Swift, minus 18 rushing yards over expected, and he was largely facing light boxes. And so the opportunities were there to run, uh, but he just didn't take him. Jalen Hurts, nine carries for 34 yards, pressured on nearly half of his dropbacks. This is going to be something that matters a great deal to me, is that Hurts faced a lot of pressure last week. Face a lot of pressure this week. I wonder if this is something where this offensive line may be a bit more of a sieve than we were anticipating. And if that's the case, it's only going to take one fantastic defense to get home. So this is going to matter a great deal looking at the Eagles going forward. And eventually we're going to start to figure out, okay, right now it looks like the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. Certainly haven't given us an argument to say otherwise. Who's number two, though? That's going to be an interesting thing to kind of think about going forward. Now, two teams that we know will not be uh, in the conversation for second best team in the NFC, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Mm. and the New Orleans Saints. As Tampa Bay trounces New Orleans Mm. 26 to 9, the Saints decide to play an injured quarterback in Derek Carr, which maybe says more about what Jameis Winston's reputation is inside of that locker room. But I also think that, Coming into this game, Mike Evans was number one in air yard, uh, team air yard share, and he was taken out because of an injury, and the Bucs were still able to move the ball down the field because of Chris Godwin. That is an indictment against the Saints defense, Joe. Yes, it is. What were we saying about Carr when he was healthy? Wow, look at the air yards. He's really pushing the ball down the field. And if you look at the numbers from yesterday – The Saints failed to get 200 yards. They didn't get to the 200-yard mark against a hobbled Bucs defense. 197 total yards in Kamara's first game back. They had 3.0 yards per pass. Yes, they leaned on Kamara too much. Everything was to Kamara. Every pass was to Kamara. He had 24 touches in the game. 13 receptions for 33 yards. What? Shake my head. Thir- <laughs> Thir- How is that possible? Thir- yeah, 13 <laughs> if for 13 <laughs> catches or more, that is the fewest amount of receiving yards in NFL history for players that have 13 catches or more. 
13 for 33. It was unbelievable. His intended air yards was less than one. It was just <laughs> disgusting what was going on <laughs> with Carr. Um, so, yeah, 127 passing yards for Carr. I was mad about that. They, it looked like they had a lot of advantage going into this game. It was a lot of confusion, too. So we're hearing Carr. It's going to be Carr. And then yesterday morning there was a report that Jameis Winston was going to be the starter. And then some, you know, like Rappaport came out like, no, no, no. They're going with Carr. Uh, maybe they should not have gone with Carr. Maybe they would have had a better opportunity to win if they would have just gone with Jameis yesterday. And uh, Aaron, K dot and touchdown. It I know. Dang. So <laughs> oh, sorry. My man. sorry. No, I'm just kidding. My man, K dot finds the end zone. And do we need to be giving more credit to Baker Mayfield? He's it's good. He's healthy. Good. Yeah. Things. Things are looking good for the Bucks. I think we do are yeah, for the Bucks, we need to give them some credit. The Alvin Kamara stuff, oh my gosh. That when you read his stats, it's almost yeah. like, wait, do I need more coffee? Like how how is this happening? It doesn't make any sense. That is crazy. Someone needs to be in trouble whether it's the OC or something for what they put out on the field. Like that is terrible what what mm -hmm. the stats are just insane but yeah kate otten trey palmer mike <laughs> evans i mean oh everyone God. looked good <laughs> what happened to the state's defense baker was yes this is a great state to be the defense best in the league i know it's, it's up there yeah it's supposed to be up there instead say hello to your nfc south leaders Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season officially makes no sense whatsoever. Absolutely. All right. But Todd Bowles coach. There we are. Yeah. Easily. Yes. <laughs> run, 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 run to the window and bet that one. See how that turns out. Hey, uh, the Minnesota Vikings won a football game. That's kind of cool. Over Carolina, 21 to 13. If you told me weird. that the Panthers would limit Justin Jefferson to 85 yards and the rest of the receivers to less than 60 yards, you'd figure Carolina could win this game. Instead, they don't even cover the number. It is Minnesota winning this one, uh, 21 to 13, Joe. I do wonder if we're looking at some actionable, bettable insights here, if maybe Carolina could finish with the worst record. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, well, I've got thoughts on a lot of teams for worst record, but Carolina might go 0-4. <laughs> they might go 0-4, which would make me very happy. Cousins, what what's going on? So if you look Bad. at the Chargers and you look at the Vikings yesterday, like two offenses that all they do is pass. And then yesterday, both of them, all they did is run. I was like, what What mm-hmm. exactly is happening in both of these games? Cousins only had 19 attempts. He had a goal line interception. It was like Minnesota was trying to go 0-4 on the season, but Carolina wouldn't let them. I feel like we've said this before, zero offensive touchdowns in the game for the Panthers. It was Bryce Young's return, and he didn't not go well. What do you know? Minnesota wins a one-score game. Got to give them credit because we keep ripping them every time they lose these one-score games this season after that great record last year, but they did win a uh, a one-score game. I, I got to be honest, this was the game on the board where I was just like, I have no idea what's going to happen, and uh, I kind of I don't care. The only part that makes me care is Carolina's 0-4. So at the moment, the Bears have the number one and number two picks in the draft. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Caroline, I mean, CJ Stroud totally outplaying Bryce Young so far this season. No question about that. Kirk Cousins, what are we doing? Have you turned back into an interception machine? I thought we worked on this. I thought there was growth in this area. (laughs) And we see you and I reverting back. What is going on? Dump them. I know, but I can't. I can't. It's to- it's a toxic relationship. I can't go to Mike McDaniel either. He just lost badly. Oh man, I pick. See, mm. I just have a bad picker. I'm picking the wrong people. <laughs> through two interceptions, another third goal line pick. Like this is. Oh, I I can't. This is heartbreaking. And they have the Chiefs on Sunday. So enjoy your cute little win while you got one, Vikings. When Cousins was aiming for the slot, two of six, 18 yards, two interceptions. This offense is not as multidimensional as we want to make it out to be. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, best receiver in football, absolutely. But Mm -hmm. there aren't a lot of other things that Kirk Cousins in this passing attack can do. And that's one of the big reasons, if not the big reason, why the Vikings are not winning this division and not making the playoffs. Let's move on now to the Colts and the Rams. And boy, after LA got out to a big lead, the Colts forced it to overtime, but wound up losing 29 to 23. Puka Nakua, not a bad day, Joe, not a bad day. Nine catches, 163 (laughs) yards and a touchdown. An intermediate machine with five of these catches coming between 10 to 19 air yards. But as we look at the offensive rookie of the year standings and and that market, what's going to be tricky for him, though, is eventually Cooper Cup is going to come back. So Mm -hmm. how will the targets and receptions get allocated once that happens? That's going to be a tricky thing to deal with, Joe. We both picked this game. We took the Rams. I was heavy on this, and I was I kicked my feet up. I'm like, oh, we're good. We got out to a big lead early on. Then all of a sudden, wait. How did we get to overtime? What is going on here? What are they going to do? Richardson did nothing in the first half. And then in the second half, he ends up with three total touchdowns. Uh, one on the ground and a couple through the air. So he ended up having an all right day. You mentioned Cooper Cup. They're saying he's going to start practicing this week. So that's going to be fascinating. So you get Cup, Nakwa involved. And, you know, he had nine for 163 and a touchdown. 
he was targeted 10 times. He caught nine of his 10 targets. And Kyron Williams, we talked about how they're developing some sort of a run game. He has a 100-yard game for the first time in his career. The Rams are looking good, sitting at 2-2 two and two <laughs> on the season with their best player returning, Eric. Yeah, I'm excited about the Rams. They're certainly not tanking, right? I don't know if they'll no. make the playoffs like I placed no. that crazy bet, but they have definitely exceeded expectations, and Cooper Cup is going to return soon. Anthony Richardson needs to be more consistent. In terms of that rookie of the year with uh, Puka Nakua, I wanted to point out A-Chain, another good game as well. So I know we'll look at futures tomorrow, but uh, rookie yeah. of the year on the offensive side is definitely an interesting market for sure. But uh, overall impressed. I mean, I knew there was a reason Sean McVay decided not to go do TV and step away. He He's not trying to tank. They're going to be competitive. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting market to say the least, Joe. Like, I, I mean, of all of them, I don't know if it's my my favorite one at this point, but there are also mm -hmm. other cultural things where like maybe you want to lean on a running back or something like that. Like, again, we'll talk about futures later in the week, but with, with what Nakua did, it's hard not to have him a part of this conversation. It's just how will things evolve with Cup coming back? That's the question. Top five, all impressive. And Stroud is right there with Cousins. I believe he's fourth yep. in passing leader. We grabbed him a few weeks ago at 80 to 1. Nico Collins, an unbelievable day. Still, no interceptions for Stroud through four games. Just so and, and doing that against that Steelers defense, truly remarkable. Just remarkable. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we take it to court. And what is going on with the Denver Broncos? That's right here on the BetQL Network.